It is time for a weekly look at Collingwood Town Council, and joining us is Deputy Mayor Keith Ald. Good morning, Deputy Mayor. Good morning, gentlemen. Great to have you here. Lots to talk about today, of course. Uh, we're asking motorists to uh, keep an extra eye out because a lot of our students will not be taking the bus today. They're going to be trying other forms of uh, transportation. Uh, that's right, John. Uh, today is International Walk to School Day, and in fact, that's why I'm sitting in the chair and why Mayor Saunderson is not here. Mayor Saunderson, I believe... We'll be at uh, Cameron Street Public School, but one of our public schools, uh, leading this initiative uh, or partaking in it uh, to support uh, and encourage our youth to be uh, looking for alternative modes of transportation, including walking and cycling, et cetera, to our uh, community schools. Uh, you know that's so great, and it's nice to see. I really was encouraged. Of course, we were here looking out the window when the uh, students did their march uh, yes. for the environment. I thought, well, this is great. You know, it almost gives you a little bit of hope for the future. Yeah, absolutely. You know, just as a footnote to the to the march that took place on Friday, we've now had two in the past year. One was right. a walkout, I guess, against. Uh, education cuts or proposed education cuts. And then the last one was, of course, the the global initiative. And uh, hats off to our students who walked uh, in a courteous manner. I mean, there was lots of chanting and honking yep. of horns, et cetera. And, and some of the signs that these students had were extremely creative mm-hmm. in terms of their messaging. But but at the end of the day, both events were the, the students were well-behaved and uh, hats off to them for for taking the initiative. My question to you, and, and because you're there on council, you're deputy mayor. When they make these protests to town hall, do they make an effect? Are they going to be changing town policies and town decisions um, through these protests, or or is it just? Uh, a way to make a voice happen. So uh, specific, I guess, to the one that took place last spring because uh, education is more of a provincial issue. Yeah. Uh, other than being a, an empathetic and sympathetic parent, uh, I'd say mm-hmm. no. Uh, but specific to what happened on Friday and it, as it relates to climate change, um, I'm really quite encouraged with the council that we have, the eight members that I sit around the table. I think all have a, a solid understanding uh, sorry, understanding is maybe a strong word we, because we all strive to learn more every day, but appreciation of the severity of the issue. Mm-hmm. And we are taking some steps uh, locally to ensure that uh, not only Collingwood, but the region. Uh, the mayor and I sit at, the, of course, the county level that we're working with our county colleagues to make some proactive changes uh, locally that will have a, a, a footprint as we move forward in trying to do our part uh, as it relates to climate change. So, yes. And I'm sort of, you know, waxing on poetically, but I assure you that the mayor probably sitting here from a year from now Mm -hmm. will be able to sit and actually concretely tell you that we've done A, B, and C, that we'll have a result sort of long-term and in the short term uh, as it relates to climate change. That That's something I can guarantee you, and a conversation you can have with him from a year from now, I guarantee. All right, I'm putting that in my on the hot spot there. There you go, Bert. Uh, well, the town often recognizes special weeks, yes. and, the, and the mayor has and council has declared Pink Week for next, uh, for, well, I guess for this week. That's right. So uh, this week, uh, 29th of September through to the October 6th, I guess, which is Sunday, uh, is Pink Week, and uh, of course, it's uh, a national week in support of um, breast cancer. The recognition that one in eight women uh, within this country 
uh, will uh, be fighting the, a terrible disease. Uh, cancer in general is a terrible disease, but one in eight women are affected by breast cancer. Uh, so Sunday, out at uh, the Village at Blue, at Blue Mountain Resort, will be the CIBC, the annual Run for the Cure. Um, I'll be joining, I'll be there on behalf of uh, the mayor, but I'll be joining the mayor of town of Blue Mountains, mayor of Clearview Township, mm-hmm. in uh, recognizing this support, important event. Uh, it's one that's well attended, and the, those who want to participate, whether you're walking, biking, running, uh, please do. So again, it's out at the Village at Blue this coming Sunday, October the 6th. Yeah, it's a great event, too. And I love that, although it's a very serious and, and can be considered a very sad topic, there's a lot of hope and there's a lot of celebration going on within the community that take on this event. Absolutely. And we see that with a number of events. And if I can go back to one that just took place uh, earlier in the fall, that was the Terry Fox right. run. I mean, that's something that has become an annual celebration. It's a celebration of the man itself, but it's a celebration of the community, those who have been able to uh, um, fight or those who have unfortunately lost their lives to cancer. One person in particular is a young woman who, a uh, local teacher in her community, her husband's a teacher or a um, uh, principal at Cannot, and that's mm-hmm. Deb Shackle. Yeah. And uh, I can just picture her right now. There's a great photo on the Georgian Life magazine for this month of uh, she and her husband and her young son, Nick. And she would be, to, in, in my opinion, she is somebody who's just emblematic of the spirit of overcoming, mm-hmm. championing uh, yeah. a disease. And, um, you know, she was front and center for the Terry Fox. So that's, that's the spirit that you're talking about right there. These types of events bring out for sure. Absolutely. Um, there was a meeting a little while ago of, of uh, I guess it would be concerned citizens. It wasn't a town run meeting, but it was a public meeting in discussion about the grain elevators, some alternatives, all that kind of stuff. Did that make it to town council? Is there any reaction to that? So it hasn't made it to town council specifically as a a direct dotted line from that meeting. Okay. But yes, it will make it to town council. Prior to that meeting, actually, Councillor Berman brought forward a uh, motion requesting staff look at alternatives for the terminals. And uh, in fact, we re- we uh, expect that at an upcoming SIC meeting this month, uh, among other things that will be on the agenda, will be the um, terminals. And we'll be starting the discussion in terms of, okay, what are the opportunities that both as a community and a council we can look at uh, for the long-term use of, I'm going to call the site because I'm not going to, you know, sugarcoat it. I think that there is a swell, a ground swelling of support to save the terminals, Mm -hmm. but we're looking, we have to look at all options. Mm, So I'm going to say we're going to be looking at the site. Okay. When uh, we chatted with Martin Ridlow on Monday, we were talking about the town's new economic development action plan and the need for an updating of the current one. Uh, And it sounds like one of the ways the town is aiming to do that is by creating an advisory team. Can you tell us more about that? That's right. So uh, Martin Ridlow was before uh, one of our committees a couple of weeks ago to bring us an update as to what uh, the department is doing, and it's very exciting. Uh, As part of that, there's going to be a mayor's task force. Uh, It's a strategic task force. Uh, It's an advisory team of economic development. And right now, they are actually looking to accept applications from uh, members of the community, specifically members from the business community, um, that would like to be a part of this task force moving forward. Uh, I believe that they're accepting applications up to midnight on uh, October the 8th. Uh, these would be individuals uh, who represent uh, small, medium, large-sized companies, 
uh, have an impact within the community, either locally, uh, they could be doing work outside of the community as uh, elsewhere, mm-hmm. um, and maybe have some type of area of expertise. And uh, I think that they'll be looking to round out the task force with as broad sort of a, a, a um, base that they can have find so that uh, all industries are covered, um, small, medium, and business, all different types of expertise, as I just mentioned, are covered, et cetera. But really, it'll be this task force that'll work with this department, with Martin, and with the town to ensure that a lot of the success that's happened in the last five years uh, will continue moving forward, particularly on the entrepreneurial front, which is really quite something It's very exciting to see within the community. Just one final thing. I understand there's an open house at Fisher Field. So uh, the open house is, is specific to Fisher Field. It's acting, actually taking place uh, at the library. It'll be on the third floor in community rooms uh, B and C. And uh, it is uh, this um, Thursday, October the 3rd, okay. 7 to 9 uh, p.m. And uh, we invite members of the community, uh, specifically those who are interested in Fisher Field, but those from uh, all walks would be interested uh, or who are interested are certainly welcome. We're looking for feedback and input on um, uh, potential design renderings, what the uh, field house uh, would look like out at Fisher Field. So uh, all those welcome, please, or all those interested are welcome, 7 to 9, uh, Thursday, October 3rd. Deputy Mayor Keith Hall from the Town of Collingwood, thank you so much for joining us here on Talk to the Town. That's great. Thank you, gentlemen.